0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Podcast, episode 82. Happy 420 to those that partake. a, a holiday that uh, we definitely don't celebrate, but some do, um, especially here in Boulder, Colorado. So have fun if, if that's what you're into. Uh, this one, we have a little bit of, uh, well, we have a lot to talk about, to be honest. We have George's steeplechase debut, and this morning was the big bad Boston Marathon. But before that, a couple of things. Last week, we uh, we asked for some DMs about coaching and uh, looking for a new Instagram manager. And first off, I just want to say thank you so much for all the submissions that we got. We are very, very overwhelmed. Definitely had to recruit someone else to help go through them all because there were so many. Uh, yeah, it's just like first I'll just, yeah, thank you for it. It's like every time we do something like this, I think we're always surprised at how much interest There is, and it makes us feel very special in a weird way, so thank you for that. And then after that, I kind of feel bad because it's like, well, we can't coach all of you guys. We're just picking one person for now. So maybe in the future, we can find a way to scale this out to more people, but for now, still just picking one person, and we'll know within the next couple of weeks who that'll be. Same with the, we'll get the Instagram manager going in the next couple of weeks as well. But Do
1: we need to get coaching certified or something? Safe Sport certified is that a thing? Don't you have to have like uh, a license? We
0: probably need our Safe Sport.
1: <laughs> I mean, not that they're
0: here, but don't you need a license to coach someone? It's a great question. You're asking a great question. We may be o- like opening ourselves up like to USATF some liability. If you do, yeah, I, I think to be like, like
1: certified, yeah. I like, don't know if you do just for random people. I think there's levels to it. Like a
0: USATF level one coach, level <laughs> two coach, and I think doing the courses is part of that. Yeah, we don't have any we're not we haven't done any courses. I think uh that was a given. <laughs> uh I had some friends reach out to me and ask for coaching, but not for running, just for life. Some life coaching? Yeah, so that could be where we go next. I gave um Joe Hardy, who's been on the podcast, episode what was that, three or four?
1: I gave him some good really life best. advice. I think
2: it was two. Two? I think it was two.
1: It was Down running. the line we could branch off into <laughs> some think water. Wasn't, he was on the first guess. yeah
0: but this is the life advice that I gave him I'll give it to the whole to every single listener right now for free this one's for free my next one I'll charge you this is what I said I said for many adults driving is the last skill that you master don't let that be true for you which is not that profound and I don't even know how true that is but did you make that up? No, I, I looked oh. it up. I looked up different life advice and then I gave it to him.
1: Well, there's driving. What about making babies?
0: Making babies. Um, yeah, I guess some people learn how to make babies first. Some people learn how to drive first. But I don't know. Would you say that you master the skill of making babies? I guess you're always kind of working no, on it.
2: I'm still mastering the skill of driving. So
0: Take care of that first and yeah. then we'll get to making babies.
2: Well, I still got to find out what the secret is.
0: The secret to making babies? Yeah. All right, we'll leave that one up to Kate. Kate and Greg will take care of that one. But so next week is a very special episode for us because we're heading back to Philly. We're going to the Penn Relays again. Doing another episode from Franklin Field. And this time we have another very special guest. I don't think we'll spoil it yet. I think we'll leave some sense of surprise.
2: We're surprised that that they're coming on. (laughs) Yeah. This is probably...
0: By many metrics, this will be our biggest guest that we've ever had. By far, yeah, so, easily. So we're very excited to do it. A little bit nervous, I think. It's always kind of hectic going out to the race and being out of our usual setting, our comfort zone. That is the the studio here in Boulder. But yeah, so that episode won't come out on Thursday because I think we're filming it on Thursday. So then we'll get it out as soon as possible after that, Friday, Saturday. And that's also just to tell you guys that, yeah, we'll be at Penn Relays next week as well. And... There's a bunch of cool events that we're doing with on OAC-type stuff. So if anyone's in the area, we would love to see you guys. We're uh, thinking
1: about doing maybe a, a Strava run. Group figure run. out how to do it on Strava, join the Coffee Club Strava group. We don't know how it works, but we think you can schedule a, schedule a group, run. group run. So there's like a 50-50 chance that happens. <laughs> I think that would be the Wait, coolest got, thing we could You do. guys not in the group? No, we are. We but are, I don't I think we're admins. I think I just...
0: I I know that I'm an I'm an admin and then uh, I think Tom Wang, Tom Wang maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll get Tom Wang to see. Well schedule. you guys are gonna be
0: admin actually Ollie doesn't even have Strava. I don't have Strava. Yeah. So we're gonna make you I think you're an admin as well. I made you an admin. Really? Yeah. All right. I did. So
1: There's 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 hope that we can make that happen. If
0: we can fit that into the schedule, that'd be like the coolest thing that we could do. Utilize that feature. But I was just thinking like pen relays is is not not like shit talking pen relays, but I'm just like it's kind of a weird one to say like just come out to Penn Relays because, like, you can't compete there if you're just like a regular person. Obviously, like, it's just like high school, college, and then a few professional races, and then like the times that we're doing some of our activities is just like nine in the morning or like just middle of the day in Philly. So like we're
1: just capitalizing on people that already happen to have yeah. been going to PIN anyway. They kind of have <laughs> to one be extra going there. is coming to PIN, but there are already so many people going yeah. that we're going to take advantage of that. Yeah,
0: and I will say, like, my vibe from Philly is that it is a pretty good running city. So I wouldn't be surprised if we do have a few fans out there. It's like, just probably just working and just running and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, if we can get you guys out to come hang out with us, that would be very awesome. We'll be there doing some events as i said and just trying to have a good time and a bit of racing as well which uh we'll talk about more next time but yeah going there to have some fun and then the week after that is we're going to la is it in la mount sac Mm -hmm. sound running so cool stuff coming up
1: and we haven't talked about we normally start talking about sound running events (laughs) six months in advance
0: yeah sound running events get a lot of talk from us if we we might have to go to our stats man on the discord to see how many episodes we've mentioned sound running because it's a lot now
1: Jesse's just bloody rubbing his hands i i saw Jesse at mount <laughs> I should have uh they should have been paying us for a while we
0: should we're doing we're doing half their marketing for them but and
1: that's when i found out that right after we last week's pod where we talked about uh segregating <laughs> distance running events i found out that sound running track fest is a distance only track meet yeah fun fact 800 is the the shortest event apparently
0: Mm -hmm. and he he explained the reason to you as well
1: yeah he said a big part of it was that it's so much easier to organize a distance only meet because you need like one official as opposed to if you throw in a bunch of field events you need like four or five officials at every single field event that you have and then he said it's so hard to like build a sprint field Like, you are only got a field of eight, and, like, the chance that you can get eight people together Mm -hmm. is if you spend hours on it and, like, get one or two, like, yeses or maybes. Yeah. You just create a whole distance field. Yeah. Way easier. So much easier.
0: That makes a lot of sense. It's
1: actually going to be sweet. There's free food trucks. Uh, Our good friends in the pod, (coughs) Creamy Boys, are coming out. New Zealand-style ice cream. Excited to have them there.
0: We still don't know who the musical guest will be, do we? I just...
1: Andy just told me this morning. Do I spoil it? Is it uh, like a surprise type thing, or well, I don't know who it was. So I guess doesn't make a difference. Who is it? Kyle. Oh, uh, the rapper. Capital letters. With the a whole name. Wait,
0: I think that's I think that's an American rapper. Is there like a full stop after it? Oh yeah, yeah. This guy has yeah. I know one free of his songs. Free
1: concert and free food if you come to Mount Saint.
0: Yeah, he's actually pretty big. Yeah. I like not in our scene. I would say uh, maybe like a little bit younger. He's more like a Little Yachty type vibe. Who are, do you know who Little Yachty is? i heard of him. Yeah, he's, he's more like his type, type of vibe. So, wow, that's actually pretty cool. That's not who I would have expected them to get. That'd be hype. I wonder who was in charge of choosing music.
1: Probably Andy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just putting out feelers, seeing what he could get.
1: No, actually, Jesse was saying that the event organizer from On, um, Ariel or something, some girl, mm-hmm. has been, like, crushing it. Like, he said the... Like, the stuff that she's been organizing has been very impressive. It is. From someone that organizes a lot of meets.
0: <laughs> it is. That's awesome to hear. It is, like, this is something that we talk about all the time. They're, they're definitely trying to do the, uh, this is, like, the festival vibe, you know, which is what we've talked about before, a way to make track meets exciting. But I guess it would be sick to, like, just be able to be there and take it in because I don't even think I've ever been to a meet like that before. Was it like that a bit last year or not really?
1: No. No. There was one where there was like that corner, like a, that little gazebo was like a bear garden, apparently. Okay. Mm-hmm. This time they said like, if you go to Mount SAC where that grass field is before the track, they pretty much said that whole thing is like a bear garden. Just a party. Yeah. So hopefully it does just feel like party. It's actually going to be a good meet, I think. Yeah. A bunch of good people coming. Yeah. That's how I sound sense. running hype. <laughs> yeah.
0: It makes sense. This time of year is when everyone's starting to get it going, like the good US races are happening some european based in flag stuff coming everyone's just this is a
1: little points up for grabs so you just take that number <laughs> and then minus a couple a of hundred of points and then that's probably the world athletics points you're gonna get <laughs> what
0: uh what is it a silver label meat or is it gold silver i think silver so those meats are pretty good you get good yeah. points for running quick of them
1: so well, jesse says it's silver so we'll see
0: we'll see what it turns out <laughs> being Nah, that'll be sweet. So those are our movements for the next couple of weeks. Next week's episode, will be out a little bit late, but uh, we'll be in pen, so hopefully we can see some of you guys there. But onto this week's happenings. Last week, we spent a lot of time talking about a certain somebody's debut in the steeplechase, George Beamish, who, can I just say, one of our fans did the detective work because if you listened last week, you would have heard that according to his World athletics profile, there was already someone who had ran a steeplechase under your name. Yeah, it's a guy. His whose name is actually Joseph Beamish. Is it, I thought it might be. Yeah, you, he, you
1: knew that? I thought it. I thought there was a possibility that it was. It was some guy who went to like mm, some small school in Texas, but he's from New Zealand.
0: That's so. Yeah. That's a crazy coincidence.
1: I don't think he's related, but like, <laughs> there aren't many Beamishes. You guys must know. be related at some point. Maybe but, back, maybe back a few generations, and he was a steeplechaser.
0: It all makes sense now. Yeah. So we have the uh, Joseph Beamish and we have the Keith Hoare. A couple of alter egos. I'm still out there looking for mine.
2: Yeah, we hope we find yours eventually. <laughs> I think I got the PR though, right? I think it, it was. Like it was a nine. It was, it was 9.20. 9.20 or something? At the time on, on uh, the World Athletics, which was from Joseph Beamish.
0: So you are the fastest steeplechaser under the name of George Beamish. After one try, congratulations. Goal achieved. Goal achieved yeah good debut stayed on your feet no falls maybe got a little bit wet Um, I was watching a stream of it on the discord which was extremely choppy so it wasn't the best (laughs) the main thing that came through like a legal stream?
1: uh, we'll just move on from that (laughs) Uh,
0: the main thing that came through to me which if they're listening mad credit to you but that commentator, I don't know if you heard about this. But the commentator was so funny. He would just he would not stop talking about you, and like just the hey, way mum and
1: dad, I can see that.
0: Just I, I loved it. Just like being your teammate, being like your friend. But if I was like so, if I was like say like the. Mom of like someone else in the race, <laughs> I would have just been so pissed. Yeah, I would have been annoyed. <laughs> I'd be like, What are you? Can you stop talking about George, please? Like, talk about my kid, he's doing good. But uh,
1: oh, no. I knew who the commentator was.
0: I, I don't know, <laughs> who, like, it wasn't a voice that I recognized, yeah. but he had like such deep knowledge about like you, specific and like the OAC in general. And he was right? just talking about it the whole time. And <laughs> oh, he was the thing that made him really interesting was that he was also very analytical and a little bit critical. Of like your Stebo star because your Stebo chase form, I guess, because that because he was like talking about like yeah, this is his debut, like um he's gonna maybe start off like a little bit like Check. unsure <laughs> and like we'll see how we'll see how good he is for his first try type deal. So it was just funny to have that take, but yeah, just the the first basic question, just Stebo chase, how did how did it feel?
1: Probably a lot how it looked. And I think it looked pretty bad <laughs> if anyone uh, was lucky enough to watch it with a Runner account or whatever the fuck it, it was, was on. it was Runner Space, yeah. Um, showed the, the big crowds that showed up to Mount Sag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm convinced that Ritz thought Mount Sag Relays was going to be like, like. He always talks about going to Mount Sag Relays when he was in college, like the glory days. Back it when it was like, a big deal. Back when it was a big deal. And now, I don't know who this is offensive to, but Mount Sag Relays kind of blows. Probably just,
0: offensive to uh, is Mount Sack in college or something?
1: Yeah, but like the stadium is epic, so yeah. I just, don't know what I don't know what's wrong with it, but I think since the resurgence of Brian Clay, I don't know if that happened like while Mount Sag was renovating. Brian Clay like took advantage of that and they just stole every single person from who normally went to Mount Sag. And now just like everyone in Mount Sag I feel like would rather be at Brian Clay. That's so <laughs> just, sad. And there's just like 15 people total in the crowd and it's like it's a big stadium probably seats like I want to say it's bigger than what's whatever Haywood's called Haywood yeah yeah yeah, yeah Haywood Field Hayward which Field. only seats like 12,000 like, I'm pretty sure it's bigger
0: really so it's yeah. massive it's huge I mean I guess they were making it to go for the bid for the Olympic trials no
1: yeah they had the bid oh, yeah, and, and then it got and they then got some money under the table or something yeah. so that made it like a little depressing <laughs> <laughs> it's just like not motivating Mm-hmm. I mean, not not motivating. I feel bad because they're like for the people that were there, but... It's just not know. the
0: atmosphere that you... It's pretty low energy. Low energy atmosphere. And then also we were just watching some clips from Brian Clay and that was the complete yeah. opposite. It where like a vibe. And they don't even really have... It's even more there because they do not even like have a stand. Like they have very small stands yeah. there. And so, and there's like a billion kids competing there. So it's just kind of like a shit show where there's so mm-hmm. many people in the infield and like out around like the track. The it's best like, part of
1: Brankley is they, they don't even really bother to like police it either. Like they don't tell you where you can or can't stand. Like you yeah. can just you want to go on the infield, you go on the infield. Just madness. Yeah. So, so that,
0: that's a. Little, I feel I feel sad for Mount Sack because clearly they have put so much into it, but maybe it'll just take some years. But I think like, for it to come back,
1: it's still a good place to hold to me. Like I think. Yeah. Sound running, if we get. Oh yeah, like we're really, gonna yeah, we're gonna bring it we, back. We it's good fields. And it's on a Saturday night instead of... Admittedly, like, Thursday night in L.A. Like, maybe that's just not when people are going to track meets. And the weather was a little bit... It was, like, basically raining. Raining. Really cold, so... Felt bad for people running 10K. But, yeah. um, I went out right in the middle, like you guys told me to. Middle, middle. (laughs) Middle, middle. Um,
0: Was that tough? Was it nerve-wracking? Jumping with all those people around you?
1: Like, I didn't feel like I was about to fall. It was not like scary enough to do that, but I definitely didn't feel like it was smooth and easy. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, the running is so slow. Like the actual physical act of running, that pace. It's probably like, I think the first like, three or four laps are like 70, but it's less than 400 meters. So it's like maybe like 71, 72 second pace, mm-hmm. which is like borderline slower than what we run threshold at yeah it's dash so it's just, pace pretty much yeah. and doing that in spikes in a race feels like feels just i don't know not normal yeah and so and then trying to like get enough momentum to to jump stuff when uh my hurdle form is already pretty bad yeah and <laughs> i kept um i'm like significantly better on one leg at the moment hopefully i'm gonna iron some of that stuff out but i just kept ending up going with my bad leg i just get here and that was the leg i had it's like fuck all right i'll do this one again yeah and so that didn't help i'm
0: no steeplechase coach but when i was watching it like you're jumping over the hurdles was fine but the only to me where you would lose ground compared to other people were those steps no it's like the steps leading into the hurdle oh really that makes sense like Mm -hmm. they they would i don't know if they've just like more practice it or whatever but they you know there's like little stutter steps that you have to take sometimes yeah that's that's kind of how i was noticing it but i mean it makes sense because you did note that when like all the jumps that you've done in training so far you did them at a significantly faster pace
1: yeah that's true i've done like a couple of 400s and a couple of 300s over hurdles and i just kind of run like pretty fast more like 46 47 seconds maybe for 300 meters and so i feel like i have way more momentum over the hurdle and especially even like i haven't that was obviously the first time I've ever been in the water but I've done a little bit with a barrier onto turf and I think the same thing like I'm just running harder up to it and so I can get like more clearance so I think my water jump was pretty bad I just felt like I wasn't like getting out very far and I also like keep landing on the same leg and it like that ankle is not super strong or stable it felt like and I was just like almost like protecting it by not jumping out super far which is probably like the opposite of what you should do
0: mm-hmm a full sand
1: yeah so I think there's definitely some there's some seconds there to make up I mean it it definitely it wasn't a wasn't a fitness test by any means um, which maybe that's not surprising running at 840 but kind of nice to to confirm um, yeah I mean I could have just gone to the front immediately and tried to run hard the whole way. But I feel like that would have defeated the whole purpose of like getting in a race with people around. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like was probably more important. And then um like I think if I do another one at back to sound running, um like Hillary Bohr and Bernard, I think entered Gita and maybe Evan and um Yeah, I'm
0: sure like the Mason Think I feel like should be there. Which the best is pretty much- US
1: that's the entire world's team from last year on the u.s side so i feel like that would be nice to to mix up with those guys as a a bit more of a i don't know yeah i mean the, the race
0: i mean like if you you said what your goals were going into it and that was to just kind of get the feet wet pun intended wait is that mm. a pun? is that a pun that's a pun yeah. that's a pun well done morgan good work <laughs> and that's exactly what you did i think you achieved your goals of just getting out there racing got another classic textbook george win for the fans
1: that was pretty ridiculous you, 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 i felt okay. pretty stupid honestly
0: well i mean what are you gonna do not sprint
1: <laughs> well that's why i felt like i left this so late i was like the whole last stretch i was like should i shouldn't i like well i feel stupid if i don't then i was like ah, oh, this is like this, this is literally all. I'm, this is all people want to watch me <laughs> <Like, laughs> for. This is all that my fans
0: want. So, and it was like an extremely close one. Like yeah, on the ridiculous. on the stream, it was like very hard to tell who won yeah. that. And yeah, I guess how late the last steeple is. Is the last steeple at fifty meters?
1: Probably something like that.
0: maybe sixty. It really caps like when you can start that that sprint. Yeah. Like you can't start it any earlier than that, really. So you got that win, and uh, yeah, you got the feet wet nice way to a nice just more relaxed way to get into it and then as you said only a few weeks away you'll have uh, a race against some of the best the best steeplechases in the u.s and some of the best in the world so you're gonna get that like real proper fitness test because that's probably that's maybe the unknown is yeah like when you i think i do agree that going quicker the steeples will feel easier but then also... It'll get really hard. Also, it'll get really hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, they'll, be, they'll feel way more of an impact.
1: And The first few laps might be easier at, like, a better rhythm. But, yeah, I can imagine the last couple laps get very hard Yeah. once you start, once you're pushing that much.
0: Mm-hmm. But then you'll just also be more in that kind of, like, pure race mindset. Yeah. So, I think you'll get dragged along really well and you'll just...
1: It was hard to get <laughs> into that mindset, for yeah. sure. Like, just with the sitting and... Like I didn't, I didn't even want to drink coffee so I was like, oh, I don't know if this is worth like losing sleep over. That's a good, that's so, a good
0: mental. S- turn the switch down a little bit. Don't yeah. drink coffee before the race. Didn't caffeinate. Yeah, that's so, how you know it's a real chill one. Yeah. But yeah,
1: yeah, didn't fall over though, so probably not the worst thing in the world. Better than Nevin Yeager's debut.
0: Did he fall over in his debut? Yeah, he found
2: the water pit
1: last. But time. then he still ran like eight twenty-five. So.
2: Oh yeah, he. So you you, you beat one box, you beat one box. You ticked one box, the other box still to tick. It is uh, faster than.
1: Yeah, and I, I I would love to race. I hope he's there. I feel like he's, he's just like the ultimate. He's the man. Chase. yeah, he's the freaking man. He's the man. Do you want like... to run against him? Yeah, I feel like it, as well when I like learned what professional running was, like he was like it yeah, at the time. He would be like,
0: for people our age. I, I would imagine he would be at the top of many of our lists of like favorite
2: professional runner. I came to America. I don't even know why he was so cool. He yeah. just like I, think was I mean, so he still good, is, look, good looking. I think it's freaking hot. Well, yeah. yeah, when I came to America, I was watching uh, the Rio 2016 Olympics where he got second. And um, yeah, I was watching him, and it's just like he had a really cool vibe and the hair, and definitely uh, just the way he approached the steeple too was pretty 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 cool so i feel like a lot of athletes our age are very big fans of evan yeager not to be mistaken with Aaron yeager
0: but (laughs) a little attack on titan reference george probably doesn't get
2: it no no, that'd be really i mean like even when you're listing off that um those names for sound running it's just going to be a really good steeple like that's a really good list of people even in any race like so
0: your voice is a lot deeper today Ollie.
2: <clears throat> yeah i got a tickle in my throat i don't want to <laughs> cough into the mic so i'm trying to try to limit that from happening That's i feel like up.
1: sound will be a good test of whether i think it's like cool or not or well, like whether i think i'm like can get excited about it because it's hard to obviously get excited for that one mm-hmm. but like i don't want to do an event where i'm just like can never get like oh yeah this is this is sick i actually think this is cool is that
0: is that how many events i heard that is that where the 5k is at for you right now mm, probably not the, non- <laughs> the non-excitement list
1: uh no where's well, the 10K. k. <laughs> the what the ten k is off the map <laughs> yeah that's uh that's off the cards but i uh, feel like if i do it in a mile i'm like oh that's cool yeah like, it's just gonna be a 50 cool
0: mile is very exciting yeah
1: like yeah. even if i'm not good i'm like oh this is sick yeah <laughs> um, my big question is, is the next deep, how
2: are you gonna do your hair I thought that was good.
0: Wait, how did you did you do the samurai? You yeah. The samurai yeah, yeah. But, but like you're gonna
1: you you keep it that? Okay, I like that.
0: And the speed suit is that is that just is <laughs> yeah. that just standard? I'm now?
1: bringing the speed suit to Stevo. I respect. That. I'm actually mostly just because that's the only don't want to <laughs> <laughs> make this as nice as possible. That's the thing I'm most comfortable in there on max currently. No, I mean that's so. <laughs> that's
2: definitely. I mean, look at my. I got into the speed suit for fifteen hundred due to a uh, mix-up your balls were too big
0: <laughs> they fell out of your shorts
2: that's a problem for everyone um <laughs> by um in general what happened was when they're doing the uniforms the first time they accidentally sent the women's uniform to the men so the only uniform we could wear were the speed suits initially
1: oh and Scottsdale. yeah yeah and then that's like the well, my I, ones. I have
2: no not that i have no choice but I, this is what i have to wear and then since then i really enjoyed wearing the speed suit and then they've really developed the speed suit it's honor. very comfortable it
1: yeah, looks it's sick really, really
2: comfortable the only thing i don't like about it is is the cutoff where the black starts yeah i love you think it it's if too it just, high too yeah low? but it also just looks too disconnected i reckon like it'd look cool if it was just all one kind of like it goes from green 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 that a really dark green for that bottom section it kind of goes down a gradient whereas like the black cutoff it just looks a bit like you're wearing half tights when you're not mm. the whole a speed suit is like a whole one piece and i know i spoke to the young people and they're really looking forward to, to putting that into like one old big uh, kind of design. So we'll be cool to see what they do in the coming yeah. months.
0: Once I start running well, maybe I'll think about the speed suit, but oh, you gotta man. be running you gotta be running pretty quick to pull that off. I mean you can I was pull running it off pretty slow on Thursday, <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, you got the win. You got the win. Wait, does Wait, does Yucka wear a speed suit when he runs the five K? He wears it for yeah. everything.
1: He wears it for the cross country as well.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So the the Speed suit is very much so yeah, present pres- in five
1: uh Eating shit on the last barrier, for, like the when he was like seventeen. Oh, yeah. Europeans kept coming up on stuff last week. I'm pretty
0: sure he was like quadrupling at that yeah. championships when that happened.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe <laughs> is that the only? Why else would he do it? Because he was already uh, doing every event.
0: He did it. So yeah, he did it when he was younger because it was the first event that he qualified for world champs for. His very sure. first world champs, so he was just around the steeple back in 2017. He must have been like 15 years old or something. Yeah. yeah I don't even. When did 2017? he. 2017?
2: Yeah. Well, in 2021, he was 21. <laughs> so, 2017, so 17, right? Checks out. The checks Let out. me just check that. He was 20 or 21 yeah. when he won the gold medal. Yeah, Good
1: It looks right.
2: So, what, 17? 17. So, 17. Like, dude, that's actually crazy. He what so he was, that's i thought he was younger than that making a world team well we, we can we can
0: we can double check it but i mean yeah. he ran that, i don't i don't think that was Did he, run he ran when he was 16. 355? yeah he got well for breaking four when he was 16 yeah. i think was the big one and then the next year he ran like a real quick mile mm-hmm.
2: but <clears> oh wait that's what it is yeah because cameron myers has run 355 he's 16 and then Jakob ran 352 when he was 17. But he broke four for the first time when he was 16. And whatever, Cameron Mize broke whatever record that was. Check but it, it is crazy because I always think he's younger.
0: Um, I mean, he's still pretty young. He's still pretty young. Yeah, I'm not, I'm
2: not just that. Nah, I'm just Pretty saying.
0: sure he, he won the gold medal at uh, a pretty, pretty young age. Yeah,
2: when he could probably be able to vote in America. So Oh, no, be able to vote. Be able to drink. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. But um, I always, because he's so young, I overcorrect and think he's way younger. When yeah. When he first started... Running at the World Champs, so... Yeah,
0: he's a little baby. But speaking about the 1500 and mile, the only, like, there's a big, as we already mentioned, Brian Clay, always a big college <coughs> meet now. So there's a bunch of good races. Cool 1500 on the men's side. Cupertier getting the, the dub. Uh, US champ. I always forget that he's the US champ in the 1500 because in my head, he's still like a 5K runner. So, I mean, who knows what he's going to end up. Where his future lies, but... Uh, it was a good race. He got to race against... Uh, what was it? I always fuck this name Faud? up. Faud. Masudi.
1: I think so. He's who, freaking good.
0: Amazing. <coughs> to me, he's the best. <coughs> he's like the the top miler in the NCAA right now. I'm not sure if he sees himself as more of a miler or a 5K guy because he won the 3 k indoors but then also mm-hmm. had the big anchor in the DMR. Uh, but everyone, all the good college kids... Well, a lot of the good college kids were in it. Joe Waskin. Running some quick times. So it was a sick race. Grant got... He's shoe flying in the air, which was unfortunate. I think he might I mean, have got a little bit of
2: for him, but for no context tracking for us. It was,
0: uh, Great it was content. A big Great
1: yeah. content. It was a good one. Great content. I don't know how that happens. I think so. It's, Maybe you get flat tired and then... That's what happened, I'm pretty sure. But then you run a few steps and then like... How so, does it get flicked up so high?
0: So I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Someone that's there, please correct us. There was a bit of a trip up on the... Curve, first curve of the last lap. So, with like 350 to go. And then it wasn't until the back stretch that his shoe just went flying into the air. So, I think, yeah, he kind of got flat tied maybe in that, uh, in the kind of tussle. And then and I like guess the he was just well. maybe he made just, it like 100 he meters. He made it like 100 <laughs> meters. And then it just goes pop <laughs> and it just goes flying into the air. And got right up. into the camera. And then, I mean, with 250 to go, you're probably always going to finish even without a shoe. But some people like if that happened early in a race i think you probably stop because you can like really fuck up your foot doing that
1: ellie finished the 5k at i want to say sound last year oh yeah i forgot about a that like a, a long way to go in the five yeah. i think and if foot was fucked <laughs>
2: you guys are forgetting one of grant's teammates kieran has done some pretty crazy shit without a shoe indoors i think for a 3k there was like a photo when he won um his yeah. conference yeah. And then he had, had a massive, shoe. like, he's, he's, piece of skin. His foot was fucked. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> crazy. So and, and you said, is Brian Clay's got a hard track? So hard. Yeah, but, so he's like, running on concrete. but it's,
1: like, pretty smooth. Like, it's not a super gritty one. So, she yeah. actually would have been, like, less blistery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 336 with one shoe is pretty good still.
0: Yeah, I'd take it. Yeah. So,
1: like, the last 200 has got to be hard to sprint. Yeah.
2: How much would you give him if he had his shoe on still? Did you, well, do you think you <laughs> would give him a... Uh, he's not going to win.
0: Yeah, I think I think also the fall before it might have hurt him a little bit as well. So I think he's probably, I think he could be like, maybe he's not winning that kickdown at the end, but I think he's maybe coming like third or fourth.
2: Like 35 high. Maybe yeah. Maybe. yeah. That's what I thought. In that race. But who's to know? second.
0: Who's to know? Grant Fisher, the, uh, I don't know. He can, see, he's the type of guy who still like, if he ran like 331, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like shocked.
2: This is the thing with his time. Like you could, you could look at it as a three thirty six. You're like, oh, you know, that's good for Grant. You go on three thirty one. You're like, oh, that's good for Grant. Like it yeah. just, it doesn't matter because I'd, I'd probably
0: be slightly more excited than that, but I would, <laughs> I would, yeah, still be like, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make like to me. It doesn't three thirty six for me is like always oh, in hard training. Yeah, you know? whatever. If you're on three thirty one, always oh, in hard training, and that's really really good, but it just means that I don't know, man. Like he, he, when he does things, you're just like. I'm gonna wait until I see him when he's in full grand mode in uh, the championship season. So
0: yeah, cause like, what's what's Evan Yeager's 1500 time that he ran that one year?
1: 32.
0: 32. That's quick. quick that, that was that was back when uh, like not that many people were running that fast in like these US meets. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those guys know how to pop off. But yeah, classic bowman I think yeah evan also ran the 1500 340 340 yeah. him and kieran but just they're in hard training so they're in hard training <laughs> who knows
1: well Cooper T is also in hard training so yeah so he's actually in 329 they are, shape they only have hard training they didn't know. <laughs> there's no other time of year <laughs> that
0: is very true either hard training or complete rest but yeah so that's anything else track wise or anything else cool happen from the trip george um or is it still
1: business it was yeah. And honestly, it was rainy and cold like the whole time, and I kind of had a cold. So yeah, it was pretty average actually. Just
0: you and Ritz, huh?
1: Just me and Ritz. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, did you guys have separate rooms or the same room?
1: Same room. We were in the same hotel as Oregon, so we saw Jerry a couple of times, which is funny. Did you have a comment? Mm, a comment? Uh, no, <laughs> no comment. Yeah, no comment. Yeah. I I oh, yeah. uh, good old. Didn't, didn't see the guys. Well, they probably weren't there yet. Yeah. yeah. I. S- Sorry. Go ahead. No, that was it.
0: I was still like think that we're kind of living in a simulation that Jerry's the coach of Oregon <laughs> yeah. like every time like when you say it like that I'm like oh wait Jerry's the coach of Oregon you know what's the crazy
2: thing is that Chris Alinsky is the assistant coach and Shalane <laughs> is also an assistant coach
0: still doesn't quite make sense to no me. because
2: those two in their own right could probably get a head coach role anyway and you have like three, three alpha dogs just uh
0: it's just crazy that, yeah, that's, it's that that's the world that we live in, but I wouldn't want to live in a, any other world, so.
2: Nah, ducks fly in formation, baby. Thank you.
0: It's a good simulation
1: Nike. when Garmin is forced to train in Eugene.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, you
1: were, you, I, I know you felt sad that you weren't running on Priest Trail the other day.
2: Oh, man. I, I did see, I don't know who posted it, but I did see a post saying that they're doing like some sort of session on Priest Trail. And i just felt really bad for their achilles and <laughs> just for their bodies just, <laughs> just, just for like their those, souls yeah just their souls, their confidence trying to wolf, work out psych- on it. Yeah, like psychological trauma from priest trail like that trail is like it's good for like maybe an easy run once in a while but i could not run on it for once more. a year the, yeah, i like swear a couple, of times, a week, a couple of times a year i can do it
0: That's i it. swear I've, I've been there before where like <laughs> this feels really good
1: oh you start like that it's like oh this but feels then, sweet
0: <laughs> At some point, I'm I'm pretty sure they did something where they made them way softer. Yeah, and they made them way they worse put, like, to run bunched, on. They like a bunch
1: of like bark, like this thick on it, and then after two miles, you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. completely. They sick. must feel amazing when they go on training camp, then. Yeah, like, like they must feel amazing
2: when they go to Brian Clay. Yeah, just when they hard. step on the road, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait then, how does Grant's foot like? That poor foot's like so used to pre-chip oh, trail, and then all of a sudden sees the cement track of Brian Clay. His foot's just like, brother, please. <laughs> That's a rude awakening.
0: But yeah, for anyone who doesn't who hasn't had the pleasure of traveling to Eugene, Oregon, like two of the main running spots that you have there, they're these. One of them's Priest Trails and Priest Trail, and one of them's
1: uh, Amazon
0: Amazon Trail, and they're both like wood chip, like kind of. But very pretty trail they're so pretty and but they get you really dirty but also they're just way too soft yeah. couple, and so you feel terrible running on couple them
2: couple recommendations number one do not wear white shoes when you're running pre trail because they will end up brown mm-hmm. number two don't run more than probably 10 miles on it because you'll regret it and number three Um, Keep your mouth kind of closed because there's a lot of bugs around that area and uh, (laughs) you'll be coughing up flies in the afternoon. Those are some very
0: good tips for Eugene running.
2: Yeah, because you know, I'm a big fan of Eugene, so... You're an expert.
0: Mm -hmm. You've done (laughs) an expert expert on Eugene running. So, (laughs) that's how... uh, How else can
2: we make fun of Bowman (laughs) before we move on? I mean, we haven't used the actual name yet, so... True. That's because we've been doing talking, not you. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just (laughs) trying to behave. (laughs) <laughs> well, I I think my personal take on that 1500 is like, I don't know. I had a chat with, uh, like, team... Are you, you know you see results and you talk to each other and... Try I've to done like see, that before. Yeah, yeah I do yeah. know. You, that. you guys know, do know that, that situation? Familiar. Pretty yeah. sweet, right? <laughs> In general, like, that those races just don't tell me anything. So, like, it's just... There's not much to talk about with it. I mean, obviously, Tier Told you that you, know, US you didn't already know? Well, oh, he's US champion. He's run 334 high. Like, that doesn't tell me anything, really, because... He's already got you know a great resume, um, and he's going into more important races later on, where you're gonna probably be more interested in how he does. And then obviously Grant, the the best thing about that race was Grant's shoe falling off. Um, and then <laughs> Dude, and then Grant like you know dealing with that like he could probably run two thirty five, and then you have Evan like you can have those guys the next month run a five k and they all run like sub thirteen minutes. Like, you just don't know like it doesn't really mean anything, but it's cool to see them out there racing um good for them yeah and uh, it's good for cooper yeah. i mean
0: he's still beating some really good guys there
2: yeah he beat the uh the, the really good college guy <laughs> like it's good yeah. good uh good for the chatting good chat when we get back to, to you doing the chip trial
0: yeah so. so nothing to say yeah that was good yeah <laughs> you just said well, nothing I mean, that whole time you just said nothing that, that, that's, that's my that's my kind of whole full circle with it like Summary. I started
2: and said there's nothing to talk about rather
0: than rather than say I have nothing to say I'm gonna demonstrate to you that I have nothing to say across a couple of minutes isn't
2: it better to see an example of saying nothing about a race that kind of has nothing to say that way you know there is nothing to say Yes. Yeah, well, that's why I did that.
0: Well done. I think the, the <laughs> listeners definitely <laughs> would prefer that. Yeah, I think. Well, one yeah. way,
2: I mean, I could just say, "Oh, there's
1: nothing to say," not say anything, but then <laughs> yeah, I could give them an example saying. of that's why there I'm is right. nothing to say, <laughs> which is there is nothing to say. All right, all right. So, the only other thing that before we get to uh, the main event was there was a marathon in Rotterdam or somewhere. Oh yeah. And they won in like super fast, like two or three. Honestly, not that interesting compared to this morning. The majors are better.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I have no idea how to comment on that because I, I don't know any of the results from it. I'm sure it was a... It was just really fast. What's a brand 209?
1: Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Bigfoot. Right, Big, but nine. I think in Rotterdam, right right that's like maybe below par. Really? Damn, yeah. Damn. What's the, what's the hole average?
2: Is it is said below par, so I'm trying to think what's the... <laughs> about two or what's one? par? two under? <laughs> two two or, three under? Two or three is par. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. And just a little reference there for... those uh, those people that love the marathon are you ready for the big event the entree
0: yeah I'm so ready (laughs) I'm so ready to talk about Boston because we did such a good job last week at previewing it I'm sure we had everyone just so excited Just on to to watch the the race that we just hyped up so much with the big players Uh, but for realsy though another morning of great marathoning which talked about it before the big ones Boston New York in terms of just absolute class races, part of the the five... Is it five major, marathon majors? Six. Six marathon majors, so... Hopefully seven soon. Ho- hopefully. So, massive. You're going to get the best fields every year, and this year was exactly that. You had a great women's field um, with... Our teammate, Helen O'Berry. <laughs> I was gonna go down the list. I'm like, I don't know any of the names, so I can't do that. <laughs> but we had well, we him. have a coffee
2: club TC member, Emma Bates.
0: Yeah. So we had Emma Bates, and then on the men's side, the big headliner was obviously Elliot Kipchoge, the uh, the goat of Marathon Running, or distance running in general, you could say.
2: Drinks the goat's milk.
0: Drinks the goat's milk. And the takeaway is that Boulder reigns supreme. I'm not sure what other cities we're up against because you know potentially there is like what if everyone else trained in the same city in kenya and we didn't even like know that then maybe that city reigns supreme but in our heads the battle is just between boulder and flagstaff <laughs> and boulder is winning that one we had helena Berry taking the win on the women's side and then we had both top american honors um from boulder so and golf
1: us. club tc it's mm. yeah both on coffee club tc both training boulder
2: yeah both and both coached by joe bossard so joe bossard crushing it team
0: boss huge oac huge
2: marathon team marathon team i mean oac seeing i think it's pretty crazy now to think that dathan has just coached somebody to a marathon major that's crazy
0: sets the bar pretty high doesn't it
2: well just think about like yeah this group's what three years old He's now got that under his resume. That's pretty, uh, that's not many people have that. Not at <laughs> it's all. It's pretty, pretty wild. And um, yeah, we're all watching it this morning and I got I got kind of emotional about it because Helen, to me, the time I spent with Helen, she's very stoic and doesn't show that much emotion. And then seeing her at the finish with the family just crying, it's quite a an amazing sight to see her uh, kind of cherish that win. So it's pretty cool. And also, also Riss is just an emotional, He's an emotional ambassador. Chris was all say. about it. He's all about mm-hmm. it, and um, you know he's got a lot of experience at the marathon and a lot of love for that event. So to have an athlete coach to that kind of height is uh, <laughs> something that I'm guessing he will cherish forever. And he's uh, he's actually not coming back from uh, tonight. He's actually staying an extra night to enjoy the celebrations, which he should change I'm, his flight. I'm hoping that Nathan. Nathan Nathan Riz is coming back a bit a bit hungover. Riz. That's his alter ego, Nathan Riz. Once he gets on the booze, that's when he drinks. That's is when he drinks. Nathan Rizanin. Riz. Yeah, I saw that. Somebody somebody commented Nathan Rizanin, I thought it was amazing. So that's his alter ego when he's gonna have a few beers on the celebrate. dance floor. Yep, on the dance floor, absolutely hammered after two Corona. lights Two Corona lights. He's gonna get back to practice and look a bit bit uh bit groggy big but he definitely deserved it helen <laughs> hopefully she has a lovely other family and yeah it was first two mini probably I, had, I why saw. would she
1: not just keep winning just yeah, literally just started second marathon
0: yeah i mean it makes sense doesn't it you you have helen O'Beary who is one of the best track distance runners of all time moving up to the marathon you have a uh, joining the oac and being coached by ritz who has already shown how amazing he is at coaching 5K, 10K runners. And this is his first opportunity coaching a marathoner. And those of us on the inside know that the marathon is probably what actually will excite him the most in terms of coaching. Like, yeah, he loves all the events and the different challenges, but I think he spent the most time of his career uh, applied towards the marathon. So he's really experienced a lot within that event and i think he would consider himself an expert on the marathon so it just makes sense um i think but, the
1: marathon can just bring like some of the highest highs in the sport and 100 like, percent. the lowest lows in training probably just feeling so <laughs> like having to feel so bad in training yeah but then create like pretty epic results like, it's just so special
0: it's, it's so special just everything about it i wish I wish you could race more marathons, but yeah, you can only race like two or three a year. And they're just these amazing, massive events. A lot of the stuff that we talk about that we think would be amazing, uh, like that would make the sport better for just distance running in general as track people is already being done out in the marathon. It's just 100%. such an amazing event. All the eyes are on these one race. Like this one race, you have all the best runners in the world coming together. And watching the women's race, it was really amazing because it stayed as a pretty solid pack. All the way through, I want to say when they grabbed the last water, which is what like forty k. Yeah, there's still three of them together and fire, wasn't it? Was wasn't it still ba- five? Was, was, was still there? Bates was still there. She was still she
1: there. The it's uh, like one of the best mar- women's marathon races you'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I thought I agree. Impact,
2: staying together. It was probably the most exciting because like I definitely obviously we've seen Helen. We were talking about well, Helen's going to win, but you had yeah it's five girls there that were just legit looked they all looked amazing they all looked like they were ready to go at any point yeah that's what makes the marathon so exciting so
0: and emma Bass was doing a lot of the leading in the second half after like in the first half at the beginning she was i don't know if the lead pack was like speeding up slowing down but emma Bass was like pretty dropped at one point and then she yeah. came back and then she was leading a lot of it looking real strong so yeah Mem- she doesn't get massages yeah <laughs> she just takes more time to work to warm up the muscles but yeah member of coffee club tc friend of the show so so psyched to see her put down another amazing performance but for us Helena and our teammate watching her like make that move in that last like with a k to go whatever it was as soon as she makes that move and she gets a bit of separation it's just you like you're kind of on the edge of your seat like because you even though the gap was solid that she had going into the home straight.
1: That last K is hard. Like, it's mm. not over, really. Yeah. Especially because she is- went, like, kind of at the bottom of those. There's, like, two little rises. If you've not been to Boston, you, know, you can't really tell on the screen. But, like, the, the last turn is 600 meters to go. But, like, the 400 meters before that is, like, this is decent uphill.
0: Yeah.
2: And so then she was
1: moving her arms. And I was just, like, I couldn't sit down. I was standing up. Walk, I was pacing,
2: yelling at the screen. I was, like, oh, Cause you just yeah like you said it's, it ain't over till it's over and
0: uh yeah that last straightaway is like 600 meters so yeah, it's long it's period. very nerve wracking because once you once you see the finish straight you just like you hold if you're watching it and she's got that gap you're just holding your breath and just mean like hang on hang on hang on and yeah today she did it Uh what was New York that was what in November yeah yeah so just a few months later, she's already racing another one and she's got, a uh, good turnaround. <laughs> she, she should go win. for
1: the, uh, all six six majors. Yeah. Yeah, just now though. Now it's that good. Kipchoge's not going to get him. You well, don't to she, get him? Well, I don't know. He's, that made it a lot harder to not get into it. I
0: think, I think that's what we'll, we'll have to talk about uh, when we, when we maybe, discuss maybe the Maybe, how she should
1: just go to London next week see if she could just go back to that. The double. <laughs>
2: Dude, well, did she, she, remember the last time in New York, she was wheeled off in a wheelchair. She was, was she i don't remember she that. was cooked she I, was, she I think she feeling went to wise, the,
1: she went to the well i think she went to the uh like first aid yeah. truck like an ambulance pretty she was and she finished sixth and
2: mm-hmm. then you saw her finish um today and she looked like a marathoner she looked like she obviously tired she looked you know, very good after she looked it. very good after it because of that's the one thing i'm always so impressed with with everyone finishes whether you're first or in the top 10 the americans coming through they all look like solid they don't look like they're collapsing Sometimes you get those people, but everyone yeah. today looks so, and I'm like, damn, how did you do that? How did you run 209 and just like kind of walk away and just
1: get fueling and just try and sit? And- I'm yeah. so it's in like- favor of super shoes for marathons and also like continuing to progress super shoes. Like as much as some people hate super shoes, I think, but like the better super shoes get, the more people can race the marathon and the less injured they'll get yeah. and the more spectacles. Like, mm-hmm. you know, more like the more marathons you can race, the better for the sport, easily. 100%. And like the better for those individuals trying to make a living, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. how much of a uh, stack height do you think you need to be able to race at one once a week?
1: Maybe like the on Gustav, at, yeah, uh, at Kona. Oh, what, what were those ones like 50 something? They were massive, maybe 50, maybe equivalent to whatever. Kepturvy but even those or, are banned now. Yeah, can wear those. So it's what those goth girls wear. Those type of shoes. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. The,
0: the platforms. The platforms. Yeah. I can probably we'll be run the on platforms. Oh. Yeah. I
1: honestly, I think shoes shoes are gonna be so good in five years. We'll probably all be running the marathon. Oh, it will be
0: marathon. It's, the marathon will be like like the five k. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how it will. <laughs> Technology's
1: gonna just gonna be so good. Yeah. But
0: so I'm yeah. all for it. I'm actually for that I'm as, as, as well. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. But Helen looking great, and we should probably mention the conditions because Boston is pretty. Uh, weather dependent we've seen some very different conditions across the last couple of years was it last year where it was super hot or was that the year before that
2: it was hot it was hot last year i I
0: can't remember but some years it's really hot and it's just like absolutely killer there some years it's snowing this year Mm -hmm. it was weather wise it was it seemed beautiful i think it was around 50 degrees fahrenheit maybe a little more chilly which is absolute prime marathon racing conditions and then it was a little bit rainy which I don't know if that would be annoying sometimes, but I think if it's like a light rain, that's pretty good. But uh, so it was a solid year. There was no tailwind. There was no um, world records being set there today because it is a bunch of up and ups and downs. So it's always like challenging the legs. But yeah, good weather for marathoning. So that's probably also why people finished like not – passing out as much I think if it's hot then it's just like it's definitely true it's definitely a lot it's just like game over on the body but an amazing women's race and before that the men's race was so exciting as well Um, Evans Chibet I think it was got the back to back wins and I think he also won New York he did so he's just He's made a lot of money running marathons in, in America. He's doing well. In recent times. He's doing well. Put on him. He's doing very well. Is winning
1: two enough to win? Like, did he win the series last year just by winning two? Is that enough?
0: I would have to assume
1: so, yeah. but I have no idea. I feel like no one's winning more than two, actually. That would be Well, would, what races would be doing did that?
0: Kipchoge win last year? Did you do Berlin? I don't know. We don't pay enough attention. <laughs> <North> <laughs> we mustn't won London, I think. I don't know. Um, but so what was crazy in the men's race is like the field was so stacked and with Kipchoge at the head, there was a lot of hype around him going into it. Like people were actually like talking about his train I mean, I guess you can never really like you have to take what like an athlete and their coach say about their training going into a race with a grain of salt. You never know exactly, but I'm pretty sure they are hyping him up, saying like he's been doing the best training um, he's ever done before. So there was no signs at all of him slowing down. But then, at was every it, time it rains, every time it rains, was I mean, it? Yeah, this was his third loss, I think, in ten years of marathoning, which is crazy. So every time it happens, it is like a massive deal. I mean, he's getting old, but I don't know. He's still. He, he looked amazing. He looked amazing. I mean, he, looked well, he, he
1: looked
2: amazing when he got dropped off. Like, he yeah. still looked the same.
0: Yeah. By the end, I think he looked a little rough. But even when <laughs> he was getting dropped, he still looked very relaxed. But he missed his bottle at 90 miles, I think it was. And uh, then instantly after that, started Maybe mentally dropping back. He just, like,
1: panic from losing That's out.
0: what I almost felt like. Because I'm like, I've heard well, of people missing... Have, yeah. Like, makes it happens. Makes I, maybe it's not, it's not a good thing. But, like, it happens that people miss bottles. And... I'm not sure if, we haven't seen like a statement from him if he's saying like- He did say something. Did he say like it was the missing bottle or did he just Um, say he didn't have it today?
2: I mean,
1: he just, it was just classic. I I could read
2: it off my phone, but it pretty much just said like, (laughs) uh, this is paraphrasing, so it might not be correct, but he pretty much said that like, he always looks to push like the greatest of human beings. Right. And he said that he wants, he wishes that the the day would have been the day that he pushes for greatness, but it just wasn't today. And then he congratulated Mm -hmm. everybody in the race and for all their achievements. And he said thank you very much from home and for Boston for all the support. It was a very very nice statement, very respectful. That's it was exactly a, it was a, what I would expect. It was a statement <laughs> that pretty much just said like no excuses. You know, I didn't have my day today, mm-hmm. but I want to congratulate my teammates. And he just said it was hard. He just said he, he, he said it was really hard for him.
0: Yeah, um, that's how it looked.
2: And honestly, like it's interesting to say that the rain maybe affected him. I honestly think maybe.
0: Well, he was saying that because in London, it was yeah. also raining. When- that's a bit of a
2: myth that Kenyans per- don't like to run in the
0: rain. Yeah.
2: I, I personally, you said it was like ear got blocked in London or something yeah. from the rain. I yeah. personally think that it was everything before the race that made him race bad. Not bad, but not to his potential. Like the amount of hype, the photos, like all that sort of stuff. Like he's got that before. I was about to say, it's probably m- every Boston, single race he does. But yeah, Boston, it, I bet you Boston was more. I'd, Just knowing Boston.
0: More than sub two? Come on.
2: But sub two was wrapped around him. Like Boston's an event for everyone. I think that sub two thing was like very focused on him running sub two, right?
0: That seems like a lot of hype and pressure going into a race. But it's
2: all contr- It's controllable around him. Whereas with Boston, I feel like he's got to do this, he's doing this. He's around all these people. There's all these media stuff. Like I think it might accumulate over time and being in Boston, doing all that stuff, particularly Boston being the city it is with the marathon and with running in general and running culture and how much of a status he's had progressing through this journey of getting all the majors Mm -hmm. i think for him it could have taken a toll maybe this time this time it could have been maybe a bit too much because um there was a statement saying that people were wondering when he when he would talk to media after the race and then baa responded saying he would talk to media tomorrow so i think maybe maybe it was too much this time because honestly i don't think the rain would have affected him in the missing bottle i think that might have been a factor that's my hunch I don't obviously know exactly what it was. Are you
0: projecting on him?
2: (laughs) Am I projecting? What does that mean?
0: That's when... uh, Because this was what you said about New York. That's what affected you at Melrose?
2: Well, I've I've had an experience like that, so I think it could affect anyone, right? But I, I also think he would handle that type of media and that type of pressure way better than I could because he's been dealing with it for a long time, for years. But I think there can always be a point where you hit your limit and maybe Boston... Maybe that's what happened, because there was a lot of media, a lot of stuff like even I just can't imagine just that he he
0: takes any step without a mar- around a marathon without it being absolutely like mental, like I think he must be used to it, like he's been the best in the world at running the marathon for almost ten years now, yeah,
2: and there's one thing that was different from his competitors he hadn't run the course. the other competitors had run the course before, which I think he went th- went over it with a car, which Obviously, you can see what the course is like, but it's never the same as actually running on it. And the guys that he was racing against had run on it before, so they knew. Neither Helen though. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think he just didn't have no, it I today. Think, I think the guys that he was running against were also just extremely good. I mean, that the well, guy who had won Boston the year before and had won New York.
0: I think. I think what's almost happened is that he's just set the bar so high that it's like it's probably normal to have uh, three. Well, I don't know if you call them off-races because his first loss, I think he still came second in Berlin in his first marathon. London was an off-race for him because I think he came about eighth or something. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably just normal to have two what you could call off-races in the marathon, which everyone knows is like really hard uh-huh. to get right. Two off-races across 10 years or whatever that is. is normal. I wonder if he's still
1: trying to win all six. <clears throat>
0: I mean, what, he has no reason to not go for it, I guess. He'll still go.
1: I reckon he'll go to but New it's, York. And it's tough if he wants to, if he was going to retire in Paris. I don't know if he is or not. Maybe he can't yeah, retire. You do, and He just has to keep running now. Yeah. Because he then have to do New York this fall and then somehow do Boston before the Olympics and then win the Olympics.
0: I think he can just run forever. I don't know. I mean, at some point, well, yes, so you, get, over, yeah. you get too old.
2: It definitely makes him more human, though, don't you think? He like, does. He, he obviously has got that GOAT status. Drinks like goat's milk, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But it definitely makes him more human, um, and I mean, seeing his response and uh, stuff like that it just makes me more of a fan of him.
0: Yeah, how do i about
1: sure sure. Top American Battle?
0: So I wanted to talk about this because oh. it was so interesting. Because unfortunately, it was really hard to like. So Boston did do a good job at broadcasting in general. They didn't show enough of the women's race early on. I agree, but. Like they did a solid job. Still, I think there's a lot of room for improvement because I you couldn't they didn't touch on the America, top American like men's battle at all. Like because we saw the way it played out, Scott Faber went out. I think he was like two minutes back from the leaders. Or he went out. It seems way like a missed opportunity
1: back. only filming the leaders.
0: Yeah, at least have like some cool like tracking technology, yeah. which I think already exists. I don't know if they make them wear. Tracking I mean, they're vibes. filming
1: on those motorbikes anyway. Why wouldn't the motorbike just drop back for yeah. like? Five minutes. They just need two motorbikes. Yeah, yeah. we just have like another motorbike. Yeah, let's get one more motorbike. I mean, they only have
2: one with the women, one with the men. And yeah. And they should have just had another one
1: with like the top Americans. And you Adele. see those motorbikes on in cycling races are insane. They're like they're almost like a, hitting the riders. The riders. They do like, hit the riders. They're sometimes. just like weaving through in bikes and shit.
0: Yeah. No, it'd be sweet if they could find a way to do that better because, yeah, Mance went out with the lead pack, which is so awesome to see, like, an American that's, like, literally he our age. He looked good, too. Yeah. I thought he looked good. And he was with them at halfway and sticking with it. And, uh, yeah, you, at that point, I couldn't even consider that he wasn't going to be the top American. Exactly. Because they should be
1: showing, like, we don't know whether Ford was dying or whether he's actually having a great day, but he's just running it differently. Well, CJ yeah. Alvinson got dropped and then came back. To the oh, they and have been about adapt- ten yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. So, like he was, exciting. he
2: was going back and forth. So that made me think: is he yo-yoing, or was the front pack yo-yoing? I couldn't tell. I think he was just running technically.
1: He's uh, using the downhills and then chilling the uphills. <laughs> That's smart. Smart, smart move. Smart move. Um, After those, but treadmill. He was doing downhill treadmill runs. But yeah, man, is he really? Did his training. I he didn't puts, know he... he puts bricks in his uh treadmill. You want to hear one day? Oh, yeah. He also does that. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't have to a. To make
2: decline. it so hard. There's doesn't have a negative 2% decline, which would what a pound you need for Boston. So he put bricks under his... Uh, That's
0: something. crazy. I thought
2: he did that to make it harder. I thought they were like... I under
0: don't
1: know. The... I just heard it on the commentary. So... Yeah. yeah. Um, he had a day... Maybe it was like two weeks ago. Pretty much when Helen did like that 25 mile run with Joe, the crazy one. Pretty similar like distance away from Boston. T.J. Iverson did like a 24 mile long run at 504 pace or something with like a mile or... With a two mile warm up and cool down. I think So it was like twenty seven miles total. And then that afternoon, he did a six mile double <laughs> at like five fifty five pace. Or something. My goodness. Like a thirty three mile day. He
0: so he what definitely was fit. You know, he actually
1: I can't say what a place, American.
0: but he wasn't that far back. Like he did pretty well still. Did he, he catch Mans? No. No. The I don't think so. Was third I don't think Who, the second no. American was uh, was man's. Man's. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Was it Mance? I thought, yeah, I Mance, thought I Mance still did Mance. pretty
0: well. Mance didn't like he didn't like really die. I
1: think those he was just I think he was running like six minute pace. Right I I oh, he did die. I mean, yeah. I yeah, I think his graph someone was showing after it, it was like mile twenty five or something or twenty six mm-hmm. was pretty rough.
0: Well, this is this is my question. Do you guys think that uh, when we are eventually marathoners, you're going to be uh, more of a Conor Mance or more of a Scott Fable? Are you going to go just go Scott out with I can Or say Are you going right to go now. out? Perfectly smart because Scott Farbo, yeah, he's done this like he's every nine, time. Now. Every time
1: he's seventh as well. Again, he was seventh last year. Yeah, was he was yeah. also he was eleventh with one mile to go. Caught four people in the last mile. So
0: amazing! And every time it's at the point where you're like, oh, he's he's too far back, and then he proves you wrong.
1: But so. do you think in a let's just say the trials, when men's and football raising each other and there're no Kenyans in it, like no one sit in the pace for another house, like, who do you think is the favorite? That's a star? very
0: different dynamic, isn't it? Because
1: I still think if Mance didn't... If Mance ran with forward today, I, I think Mance would... You could have got it done.
0: Yeah. that's. I, I don't think... Like, like Mance I taking a wave risk. Yeah.
1: I,
2: I really respect him for going out there and taking that risk. Because uh, then you learn, I guess, a lot from your marathons. And, like, he probably has had... I mean, he ran 27... 25 in the 10k yeah, like three weeks ago like no dude that's no so good but, yeah. he's in marathon training and he's like i just i have a lot of respect for Mance and i think going out there and risking it like that and he was there for a really long time i, I get you I, would have learned a lot from that race and taking it to another marathon scott Fable though nothing against him but he did the exact same thing he did last year so he's wise, he's wise so he knows he's exactly yeah he knows exactly what he's doing but then Mance is also learning a lot from that. So, then taking them into the trials, it's going to be interesting to see how those tactics play out because Mance is a guy that would push, you know, for, for a, a longer kind of push in, right? Whereas Fabul can probably, you know, go maybe be more conservative and then go again later on. Yeah, later it is.
0: On. it is very interesting that you bring that question up because it makes you realize that the Olympic trials is very unique. It's the mm-hmm. only time that they race a marathon just against the other Americans. So, it does change the dynamics of the race a lot. And I do agree with you that still head to head, it's it would certainly play out differently. But yeah, today Scott Fabel, Mr. Burrito, he got it done and uh, yeah, he showed that the wisdom prevailed. But yeah. I I do I'm on the exactly the same page where Connor Mance, he's so young in his marathoning career. It's like if you keep doing that every single time and you continue just gradually improving one of these times, you'll still be there at the end yeah. and then you'll pop off and then you'll have that big one. Like, I mm-hmm. that's that's how you got to do it. And not that 100%. Scott Farble can't continue to improve and get better and better, but it's like, man, it's, it's just like he's still got so much potential in that event to improve. And so it'll be very exciting to see how it progresses over the next the, few years.
2: The American Marathon is going to be really interesting to follow in the next few years, I yeah.
0: think. So it'll be good. And uh, yeah, Coffee Club, Track Club. Top American honors, taking the sweep. When do we uh, uh, get
2: our checks for that? What do you reckon?
0: They'll probably be coming in the mail pretty soon. Got to get Helen on the show. Do you think we can? I guess. Uh, I guess she wouldn't. I don't think that we can retroactively claim a claim a win.
2: No, we'd have to get her on off. Like we, we get, her get her on her now, and then
0: the next, like, we'll take the next one. Yeah,
1: and she can have a little chat mm-hmm. with us about it.
0: We'll then. take New York when she goes back there. I wonder what she'll do next. Hopefully, take a little vacation.
1: Hopefully, she goes back and runs a couple of halves. Yeah. She got
0: the half so force record in NYC, right? Did she? Yeah, legit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hopefully she takes it easy. She'll be looking after. I mean, she just moved here like three weeks ago, so she probably has some settling in to do. And she can probably buy a pretty nice house now. I mean, she probably already could have bought a pretty nice house, but especially just now, from today, <laughs> especially probably. now she can buy a really nice house. So Must good be nice. Yeah, that'll be us one day. Yes, no that right? me, that'll be us. Um, so that's the Boston recap, which. I think we did pretty well
2: pat on the back we'll find out when we we, uh, we paid attention
0: us. we paid attention for once um well we didn't really actually talk about the men's race <laughs> we, 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 we talked did, about we, we certain storylines we didn't talk about evans chibet we,
2: yeah but we talked about chibet going back to back we talked yeah. about new york and yeah. potentially him doing the the six or i, I think, think we did an
1: amazing job all right. well i'll <laughs> take that. We the back of as well
0: i'll take that but um yeah is there, i mean that's kind of all that we had written down for today is there anything else that we want to talk about we good?
2: Um, no. Nah. That's it. Hell yeah. See you yeah, in Philly next week. Wait, so wait, wait, when are we leaving for Philly? Wednesday. I'm going to say Wednesday. What's the date of that?
0: The 25th or 6th. Okay,
2: good. That's it. Is it working <laughs> with your schedule? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. All right. Good that good we got that know. out of the way. I just want make sure that we're, we're um, on the same page.
0: Cool. All right. Well, as I said, next week, a very exciting special trip back to Penn for us. Late episode, apologies, but uh, hopefully our special guests will make up for it. But yeah, big, big guest. Big, big but uh <laughs> once again, thank you very much for listening, everyone. That's episode 82. We'll see you guys next week.